meetings as we get ready to talk about the Titans, get ready to talk about Derrick Henry and the most underrated or underreported on quality that is going to matter for him heading into free agency. We'll talk about that tonight. Surely by now, you guys are tired of seeing me since I've been on three consecutive A to Z sports shows, but uh, I'm happy to be back here with you this evening. Happy to be talking about the value of Derrick Henry, the list that he landed on today because it is list season, S-Z-N. And so we will talk about the free agents who you guys have on your wish list for the Titans. Then, of course, our Tame the Beast, Beast of the Week, the thing that we do every Monday, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. But before we get to any of this fantastic content, jovial content, as we lift ourselves out of the sadness that the sports world has been experiencing over the past several days and several hours, uh, let us go ahead and share the show in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen on Periscope. It is the retweet button, if you would be so kind. Go ahead and retweet me to your Twitter followers. I have just done the same to my Twitter followers, so go ahead and retweet the show in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. Bottom left-hand corner of your screen on Facebook Live is where you go for the share button. Share, share now to public. That is how we pop up in your Facebook friends' feeds. That is how we grow the Derrick Henry conversation here this evening. And before we get to that Derrick Henry conversation, let us go ahead and kick this bad boy off officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime. I am your host, as always, Buck Rising, and as always, proud to be presented to you by the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of A to Z Sports Primetime. That's Gary Ashton. GaryAshton.com is where you go to start your uh, to start the search for your dream address without the stress, as I did with the Ashton team, to uh, don't sell without the intel. If you are in the market to sell your home, all things go through the official realtor of all your favorite sports teams and your favorite sports show, A to Z Sports Prime Time. That's GaryAshton.com. Tame the beast. You know them well. We do it every Monday. They are offering you 50% off. Guys, you need to take advantage of this promo code, 50% off at GetBeast.com. All of their fantastic grooming products with promo code AZ50. 50% off with that promo code, courtesy of myself and your friends at Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com. All of their fantastic grooming products. Groom boldly, as I do, with our friends at Tame the Beast. Let's talk about Derrick Henry. Let's talk about the market value. Let's talk about the list that he landed on today. You guys know who Evan Silva is. Evan Silva, formerly of Roto World, who's somebody that football fans go to for all of their fantasy football needs. He has since left Roto World and started his own site called, uh, called uh, for, excuse, excuse me, Establish the Run. Forgive me, I blanked on it there for a second. So Establish the Run is Evan Silva's new site. And he has put out his top 100 free agents this year, heading into this offseason, there's five Titans that rank on this list, and Derrick Henry uh, is ranked fourth among them. I will tell you who he is ranked behind in terms of Titans free agents momentarily. Right now in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, I want to know from you, you guys, did Evan Silva get it right with Derrick Henry's ranking? We're going to talk about what exactly this ranking means here later on in the show, but what I want to know from you guys right now is did Evan Silva get it right with Derrick Henry marked as the fourth best free agent 
that the Tennessee Titans will have this season? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Rush My Luck says Titans would be so much better if they would bring back Mariota instead of Henry. I hope that is a sarcastic comment. I am certain that it is. Right now we're talking about Derrick Henry and the fact that Evan Silva, who is a football... Listen, we're in list season, right? And so when lists are put out, there's only two teams playing actual football on Sunday. That Thus, the storylines get smaller. But this is a big storyline for the NFL, not just the Titans, because Derrick Henry is the leading rusher in football or the reigning leading rusher in football. And so Evan Silva has five Titans on this list. I'll list them for you now. I'll tell you where they are ranked specifically, and you will tell me whether this ranking was fair. Asking you guys in the comments on Periscope and on Facebook Live, what do you make of where Evan Silva ranked Derrick Henry in his top 100 free agents? Here is the list, and I will go down the list of the Titans first, then I'll tell you who is in the top 10, and we'll go from there. Henry is the fourth best free agent on the Titans, says Teron Davenport, our friend from ESPN. Yes, indeed. Here are the three Titans who rank ahead of him, according to Evan Silva. Here is Ryan Tannehill as the second most attractive free agent this offseason, according to Evan Silva. Dak Prescott, for reference, is ranked as number one. Drew Brees, Tom Brady are three and fourth. Jameis Winston is at five. Keep all of these things in mind. So when you look at the five Titans that are on this list, they have 16 who are, and these are all unrestricted free agents. Not restricted, we're not going to get bogged down by that conversation. Ryan Tannehill is the second most attractive free agent, according to Evan Silva. Then at number 24, the next Titan appears, it's Jack Conklin, the second most attractive Titans free agent at number 24. Then at 37, Number 37, 13 spots further down the list from Jack Conklin, is another Titans quarterback, Marcus Mariota, the 37th most attractive uh, free agent out of the out of Evan Silva's top 100. Marcus Mariota ranked 37th, and then three spots later is Derrick Henry at number 40. And let me explain to you why. So right now. You have guys, I'm looking at this list, you got DJ Reader, Emmanuel Sanders, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek McCourty, Brian Balaga, all above Derek Henry, the, AF, the, the NFL's leading rusher. The whole reason that the Tennessee Titans were in the playoffs and were able to make it as far as they did in the playoffs, uh, that is the situation that Evan Silva is presenting us. Right now I'm asking you uh, in the comments, where, Der- where Evan Silva ranked Derrick Henry, the 40th best free agent in football this offseason, and the fourth Titan free agent on, uh, on his list. Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I will explain to you Silva's rationale here in just a second, and then I'll expand on it, because I know Teron has star- strong feeling of, uh, feelings and opinions about this. There's no need to explain that dude is clearly delusional. I know and the fantasy guys are supposed to be the last advocates of the running back. And this is not this is not for the purposes of fantasy. Before I get to your get to your comments, let me read for you the qualifications that Evan Silva is listing. These unrestricted free agency eligibles are loosely ranked based on projected 2020 earnings. High cost passing game difference makers are elevated with respect to position value. Running game specialists are downgraded based on how NFL teams tend to allocate financial resources. Consider this from Evan Silva of uh, of the uh, Establish the Run. The site is literally called 
establish the run. And this man who studies fantasy football and the results of fantasy football and football in general, as close as anybody in the sport, I trust Evan Silva's opinion. Uh, we'll talk about exactly his opinion on Derrick Henry momentarily, but I'll read that for you again. These unrestricted free agency eligibles are loosely ranked based on projected 2020 earnings. High-cost passing game, so guys who participate in the passing game. They are difference makers. They are elevated with respect to position value in 2020 NFL because of the way that passing offenses are trending. Running game specialists downgraded based on NFL teams tend to allocate their financial resources, saying that the NFL... Looking at the trends in the NFL of, t of, of free agencies past and saying they are not allotting much value to running backs, so the opinion is predicated off the behavior of teams in past rounds of free agency. That is the main explanation for, for, for why the running backs are ranked so low and why Jack Conklin is ranked 24th. Yeah, fantasy football is so much like actual football. Be careful who you trust. Well, this is not... This is not necessarily, I mean, Teron, I understand what you're saying because we have, Teron and I have these conversations about pro football focus all the time. How much validity do you actually give credit to? But we'll, we'll talk about, allow me to explain Silva's rationale here in just a second. The sure respect him for fantasy, but certainly not for talent evaluation. No, he's, he's going off NFL trends. And if I trust Evan Silva to be anything, it's to be thorough in his work. So we'll explain that momentarily more of your comments here in just a second on Facebook Live and on Periscope right after I remind you that if you are in the market to buy or sell your home there is nobody that I trust more than the Ashton team at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website the big homie Gary Ashton will take care of you because nobody understands the Nashville real estate market like my man Gary does. You see the billboards all over town. You hear the slogan, don't sell without the intel, your dream address without the stress. Those words are absolutely so. Gary helped me find my dream address without the stress just this summer, approaching one year on, uh, in my home in which I do the primetime show in my office in my dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com. Start the search for your dream address today. Let us talk about Evan Silva's ranking of Derrick Henry as the 40th most uh, attractive free agent in football this offseason. There are some of these guys. Eli Apple is only five spots below Derrick Henry. This is craziness to even me, and I'm somebody who's not necessarily... I've got... I've, to be honest, I've been a flip-flopper about Derrick Henry. I, I, I ebb and I flow with each fantastic performance that I have seen from him, and what he has done... Uh, is certainly in this season has been no short of spectacular. All credit to him, but he still plays running back, and that strikes fear deep and deep, deep in my heart. But let's look at what Evan Silva writes about Derrick Henry as the 40th most attractive free agent in football. Lack of receiving utility. Position value will hurt the big dog in contract talks. Here is what we are talking about. Here is what is going to be the most under-discussed and under-reported thing about Derrick Henry. And I know it's going to bother Teron because of the volume that he receives, not necessarily the efficiency with which he uses the volume. And that is Derrick Henry's lack of influence in obvious passing situations for the Titans' offense. We have all bemoaned it. 
in these third and eight situations where they could probably run it and get a first down, yet every time, or almost every time, Derrick Henry comes off the field. Instead, they bring out Deion Lewis because Deion Lewis is is what the coaching staff is telling you, the more reliable pass catcher. Derrick Henry averages 14 targets a year over the court, excuse me, 14 catches a year, not targets, 14 catches a season. That is, uh, that is archaic. That is stone age for where an offense should be. Now you would say the Titans offense is not like any other offense in football. They are trending to be like the Ravens and like the 49ers to establish the run. The same thing that Silva's website is called. Let me know how much influence he had in the screen game. I'll hang up and listen. This is exactly where I knew Teron was going to go. And these 75-yard screen passes that he catches, uh, he may catch two or three of them a year to account for the 14 catches a year that he averages, but it's just not enough when it comes to the utility of the player himself and how much you are going to have to allocate towards him. That is the larger part of Evan Silva's argument if he were here to make it himself. This is, I'm, I'm going off one line of copy that Evan Silva has provided, but I understand the argument that's made. You cannot call a play, you cannot devote this much of your salary cap if we're talking about top of the market. If Derrick Henry goes out into the open market and doesn't like what he finds, I would not be surprised at all for exactly these reasons. Because so many of these teams, the screen, the screen passes that he catches and he gets the momentum going and then he's able to utilize the freight train speed and the, the ability to pull away from guys the way that, by taking him off the field on third down. And whether you believe that he's an adept catcher of the football, maybe we have not seen, we, you watched him literally put his team on his back. That matters more than some receiving stats. Teron, you know what I mean. This is not, this is not uh, pigeonholing it because I do think that it matters more than just receiving stats. I'm not making the argument that it does. I'm just talking about the sustainability of the player that you're about to allocate so much money towards. The sustainability of the player to not just give you something that will fade over time because there's no question it's going to fade over time. This is me playing devil's advocate for everybody who wants to just immediately throw money at the running back because he deserves it, and he absolutely deserves it. And make no question, if you're paying retroactively for what Derrick Henry did this year... That's just the situation that, 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 uh, that, you, that you find yourselves in. And somebody's going to. Evan Silva is making the argument that it should not necessarily be the Titans and really not necessarily many teams based on what he is able to do or what the coaching staff is telling you that they do not, be, they, they do not believe him able to do. It's the reason he comes off the field. There's no disputing that. That's the, only, that's the only argument to be made. Let's get to your comments, though, on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What do you make of where Evan Silva put Derrick Henry 40th, 40th on the list of pending free agents this offseason? The fourth Titan out of five, Tannehill at two, Jack Conklin at 24, Marcus Mariota at 37, Derrick Henry 40, 42, Logan Ryan. That is where Evan Silva has the Titans Free agents ranked the 16 un, of the 16 unrestricted. Those five made Evan Silva's top 100. Let's get to your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What you make of Evan Silva's assertion that Derrick Henry is just the 40th best player in free agency this offseason. Bobby Dingman says, why does everybody want to overpay a running back who only plays 66% of downs? Born 1204 says, I'm just saying... Stay on your grind, homeboy. I'm not sure who he's talking to. Because he's the leader, leading rusher, uh, says Clyde. He literally carries the offense most of the time. Pay him, says Matthew Hall. Henry can be a third down back, says Lane. 
But what I'm saying is why, uh, now I know why I have never heard of him, says Titans for Life. No, I mean, a lot of people have heard of Evan Silva. Like, let's not diminish who Evan Silva is or what Evan Silva does. Like, Warren Sharp, who is revolutionizing football in his, in, in, in his uh, advisement role that NFL front offices are now putting him in and NFL coaching staffs are now using him in, his main partner in a lot of the works that Warren Sharp is doing at Sharp Football Analytics and Sharp Football Stats, Evan Silva has been his partner in much of it. Evan Silva is a respected football name, even though it's like saying that you, it's like saying Matthew Barry's opinion doesn't mean anything on football just because he does a fantasy show. Like that's kind of what you're, I, and I get it. That's kind of in what you're inclined to do uh, when somebody disrespects one of your favorite players. I understand this, but you have to be realistic. What does it say about uh, about Derrick Henry, or what do you make of the fact? that Evan Silva has racked Derrick Henry as the 40th most appealing uh, free agent pending in this offseason. How many running backs are ses- successful after a 400-touch season, says Bobby Dingman. I don't know, but there haven't been many that have gotten 400 touches. Uh, Le'Veon Bell comes to mind, but we haven't seen Le'Veon Bell look the same. Obviously, going to the New York Jets matters a great deal in that. I respect Buck, but running backs are still important in this game. I'm not saying that running backs aren't important. I'm saying that running backs who don't catch or who aren't who, who the team is telling you they don't trust to catch the football or don't trust them in third and third and longs, for lack of a better term, third and plus five, uh, whatever the case may be, the coaching staff is telling you that they would prefer to have Deion Lewis on the field. I'm just going off what the coaching staff is telling me. Uh, Warren Sharp revolutioning football, that's disrespectful to the game. <laughs> I, I know I'm, I, I love you, Teron. You're my, you're my guy. But you, 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 you know what's happening. You are not... You are present in all of these conversations. You see the way that people are trending. And in fact, you have one on Talking With TD. You have an infidel on your own podcast. You understand the way that people are looking at this. And there's a reason why NFL teams are seeking Warren Sharp's counsel. There absolutely is. And whether for, for better or for worse, and whether people are buying too much into the analytics movement, you have to stop me. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is a real thing. It's not, it's not me uh, propping up something that doesn't exist. This is not me making straw men. This is something that's actually happening. NFL teams are paying Warren Sharp, many of them, to consult with them on analytics, on third and fourth down percentages, on team building. Many, of, many NFL teams are doing this. This is something that's known. Uh, absolutely so. Ryan is way under, undervalued too, says Scott. Evan Silva has Logan Ryan. At 42. That guy, Nick, 89, says, doesn't matter. This offense is built to run. He's valuable to teams that run. And and any other team would tell you yes. 1,000%. Consider, consider, the way that, and th- consider the way that the Ravens, the 49ers who were in the Super Bowl, and the Titans made it through the season on the strength of their rushing game. 100%. But you have to consider that the Titans not necessarily were a run-first team. These play-action bombs... Uh, what teams are seeking his cou- uh, counsel? I need receipts on this. Well, I don't think he's made that information public, uh, but I know the Ravens are one of them, and the Ravens are one of the teams that are being lauded as one of the most analytically savvy uh, teams in football. That's not uh, I prob- that's pro- that's reckless speculation on my part. But you, I mean, Teron, I, I would hate for you to leave the broadcast here with us, but you, get, you buddy, you got to Google it. This is not this is not uh, unknown information. A lot of teams are paying Warren Sharp. 
And again, for right or for wrong, this is the way that football teams are telling you that the trends are going by the hiring of the nerds in Warren Sharp and all of these people who are into I mean, football's that's the that's the thing that kind of bothers me though. It's not like football has always been into analytics. It's just analytics have taken on this new taken on this new form. Uh, in a way, football teams have always studied analytics, have always studied trends. Now, just because there's new new waves of people who are coming to football and who think that they, and, and I know a lot of them, a lot of them are hugely self righteous. <laughs> the football, the football numbers people, and it's always a constant war between old school and new school. Kyle Shanahan runs the football better than anybody with the 49ers. That's not old school football. That's a new style. That's a new school style of running game. That's a new, that's a, that's a, that's an old school, that's an old school mentality with a creative mind that has made it new school. This is not a, a fair label that has been assigned to the 49ers. But again, uh, Warren Sharp out here, out here revolutionizing football, <laughs> much to Teron Davenport's chagrin. Let's get to your comments. I, I keep promising to read them. Value is determined by your importance in the system you're in, not just stats or comparisons to other players. Henry is exactly what the Titans need, therefore valuable. Zeke catches the ball, they miss the playoffs. Zeke also looked much more, and again, this is not a one-to-one -one comparison, okay? Because what what you guys who want to immediately pay Derrick Henry, and I listen, I, I think that it would be unwise to let Derrick Henry go depending on what the structure, the length of the deal looks like. All of these things are relative to the situation, and I'm not entrenched in my position that you should never pay a running back. I like to think that as new information comes in, I can adapt to it. They're running plenty of concepts that his father did back in 94, says Teron. Yeah, this is, again, an, a new approach to an old school mentality. It's not dead wrong. It's what they're doing. It's creativity. A lot of these, a lot, and you, Teron, you know, you study a lot of this stuff. This is, this is not, and it's, and it's because Kyle Shanahan has the ability and he's seen so much more of the intricacies of the details that go into the, the art that it is to call, to call one of these plays, to have the stones, to call, uh, I think it was a, I think it was a trap, uh, a trap run that they got with Mostert in the championship game that went for a 30 yard touchdown. It was on like third and eight. There are certain things that give Kyle Shanahan the insight to be able to know that that play is going to work because he's seen so much more of this and he understands how to diagnose it in a way that a lot of coaches don't. I don't. I don't think that's up for dispute. But right now, I want to. I want to take your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What do you make of Evan Silva's ranking of Derrick Henry as the 40th best free agent in football this offseason? Who is Tannehill without Henry's play action? An average QB, says Titans for Life. I'm not disputing that. Uh, you forgot 83 in the playoffs and his 19 receptions, says Bobby Dingman. Kunal says, can cut Deion Lewis and sign Melvin Gordon as a three-down back. You're not going to pay both Derrick Henry and Melvin Gordon. You're doing then, then you're doing a Chip Kelly-like panic move. Just pay the two best running backs that are available on the market uh, out of panic. That's not the way to do things. That's how you end up with Ryan Matthews and DeMarco Murray on your team, and you don't use either of them correctly. That's not, that's not the way to go. This sounds like a PK take. SMH. No, Paul, I think, is advocating to pay the running back. I don't think Paul is uh, is on this side. Bro, this is no debate. It's just media content. Well, of course it's media content. It's list season. <laughs> There's two teams in the Super Bowl and we have to talk about the Titans because the Titans, when Evan Silva brings them up, you guys want to talk about it. When Evan Silva slights one of your players, you want to talk about it. So, of course, it's worth content and discussion. Uh, pay Henry no more than $11 million a year. Tag Tannehill, says Adam Stevens. Truth really does lead to the end. 
says Borg 1204. I don't know what, truth, or Born 1204 is, is, is uh, phil, being philosophical in the comments on Periscope. I have no idea what he's talking about. Derrick Henry is the Titans offense. Nothing else operates without him. It's like running a truck with no oil. It's going to make it to the store, huh? Uh, Tannehill makes clutch TDs part of the reason uh, for the red zone success. Maybe 30 would have been good. Tannehill is the guy that wakes up in the morning and says, what would a mediocre person do today? See, now why are you, why are you bashing Tannehill? This is not, this is not, this is not, there's no reason to attack Tannehill. Touchdown Titan wants to know is Brady, what rank is, uh, what rank, excuse me, is Brady in there? And so I'll, I'll give you the top 20 really quick because the top 20 honestly will make you angry. <laughs> I know it's going to make Teron angry and I appreciate, I appreciate him sticking around with it. And he, cause I, if I, <laughs> honestly, it was a little confusing to me. We'll run through the top 20. Here on Evan Silva, it's, it's uh, EstablishTheRun.com. Literally, Establish the Run. Dak Prescott, number one. Ryan Tannehill, two. Breeze, three. Brady at four, for somebody who was asking on Periscope. Jameis Winston, five. Phillip Rivers, six. Amari Cooper, seven. Chris Jones at eight. Nine, Byron Jones. Ten, Hunter Henry. Eleven, Brandon Scherf. Shaq Barrett at 12. Ngakwe from the Jags at 13. Anthony Harris at 14, A.J. Green 15, Chris Harris 16, Clowney at 17, James Bradbury 18, Anthony Costanzo 19, Robbie Anderson of the Jets at number 20. I, that that I didn't, didn't make sense to me at all, especially for how dependent wide receivers are on quarterback play. I don't know what the hell that is, but those are the top 20 according to Evan Silva. Plenty to argue with in there. Right now, since we're talking about free agents, this list is laughable. Says Billy. <laughs> Listen, this is one of the this is one of the most this is one of the most foremost voices in football right now. At least for the people that exist online, this is the list he put out. That's why I present it for you for discussion, so we can have something to talk about on a Tuesday night when the Preds are getting their ass kicked four to one. Welcome back off the bye week, Preds fans. <laughs> God, I don't know why they can't get that together. Anyway, let's move on. To what else is out there? What existing free agents outside of the Titans' own free agents that they're trying to retain? Who do which pending free agent would you most like to see the Titans sign? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Let me know in the comments section. I will let you guys know. I have a video of who I would like the Titans to sign in free agency this offseason momentarily, but which pending free agent? Would you most like the Titans to sign? Let me know in the comments section. Evan's list makes sense from a projected salary standpoint, and that's where he's going. Again, I gave you, I gave you guys, uh, I gave you first of all uh, where where they would be looking or what the qualifications are for Evan Silva's list, and it's going to adjust as teams tag and fr- uh, and franchise tag and extend their own players. Obviously, it's it's fluid. Okay, but from a from a from a pay perspective, when you look at the names that are on the list, it absolutely makes sense. Right now, want to know from you guys who you would like the Titans to bring in. Uh, I can't spell his name, but it sounds like Ngakwe. <laughs> uh, Texas Sports also saying Yannick Ngakwe. Clowny to eat QBs to somebody on Periscope. That's different. I could see Henry's deal being less than the others he mentioned. I agree there. I don't. And sh- should it be less than Marcus Mariota's though? That's the, that's the crazy part, Teron. Like Marcus Mariota, three spots ahead of Derrick Henry contractually. 
I don't know about all that. Like, even with Marcus is making back, good backup quarterback money, he's making, what, seven or eight a year? I don't know. Uh, Ngakwe or Shaq Barrett, says Bobby Dingman. 91 from the Jags, who is Ngakwe, says Clyde Thompson. Tyler Stone saying trade for Baltimore uh, edge rusher Kyle, uh, uh, not Kyle, Matthew Judon. However, when you go by relevance and important to the team, Henry is at least number two. Uh, the top pass rusher, says Frank Hick- Hickerson. Kunal says Clowney. Outside pass rush, not sure who is available, but we need it. Yes, many of these things are true. And you do need an edge rusher. And my pending free agent, who I would like the Titans to pursue, is an edge rusher, but not necessarily the guy that you're thinking about. I'll let you know here in just a second, right after I tell you, if you want to go to a Preds game, if you want to go to a sporting event, a concert here in Middle Tennessee, if you want to do it for cheap, you go to... uh, You go to... TennesseeTickets.com. You use the promo code AZ10. They'll give you $10 off. No hidden fees. All of the best deals at TennesseeTickets.com. They were taking care of you guys throughout the AFC playoffs when the Titans were making a run, giving you cheaper deals on tickets. Go check them out at TennesseeTickets.com. Clowney can't stay healthy, says Titans for Life. 91 for the Jags. Helps Jags. Hurts Titans. I want a pass rusher here in Nashville to pair alongside Harold Landry. I want a veteran. I don't want somebody who's young. I don't want somebody who's looking for a second contract and a big payday. Who I want is the man from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who helped make Shaq Barrett look so good, especially in the second half of the season. Who I want is Jason Pierre-Paul. Jason Pierre-Paul's availability for this season is in doubt after suffering a neck injury in an off-season car accident. But he's overcome things before. He's defied all odds, you know. Team gave up on him, said he was losing it, thought he didn't have it, and he said, okay, I'll show you. He played through a lot of tough injuries this year and uh, was able to just battle it out at the end of the season with 12 and a half sacks. What's this year, eight, nine, whatever it is for him, and he's jumping in to take scout team reps, like, who does that? Knees hurt, man, he has two knee braces. Like, you're not supposed to be doing that. He's like, eh? That's all I know right here, bro. Until they can take both my legs out and I can't walk. I'm out there, bro. He comes out there with hurt knees, hurt shoulder, hand, he's still killing the game. Got those long arms, man, so he kind of set the edges real good. That long arm is real vicious. Like he fakes outside, comes back in. The long arms that he has. You know, in the past, we haven't really had a dominant edge rusher like him. And to have that, uh, it changes our defense dramatically. You promised a uh, birthday sack to Fitz. And you yeah, I definitely delivered it. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. I, I, I'll just take one sack at least today. Maybe one and a half gets you to 11. I got you. Okay. Got you. Gotta get Fish's birthday present. That way. I'll dedicate that one sack to you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You feel me? I really wanted to get that sack for him, and I did. You know, wish I could have got more, but I promised him that one and I did. Hey, do your job, man. His leadership skills, right? Like, you don't know how people are, right? Until you meet them, you hear the fingers get blown. You don't know, right? He's like, yeah, and my fingers are gone, and we're about to go be whoever we're about to play, right? He walks in, he gives everybody a hug. Literally, everybody a hug. He walks in the building, he gives everybody a hug. He's always just, you know, encouraging guys and things like that. Hey, 
Go, 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 go. Ready, ready, ready. If I say finish, go, you know you can just hit that. I don't go. You hit it, you gotta want to eat. Ain't nobody gonna go bring you to the table and give you food now. I want some eggnog, that's what I need. Mama cook real good. That's just me, period. You know, having fun, getting the guys to rally to the ball. Let's go! Whatever it takes to win, you know, and whatever the outcome is, I know I had fun that day, and, and I, I laid it all out there. That is who I want the Tennessee Titans to pursue in free agency to address the need that they have had for now two off-seasons and have yet to adequately address they need somebody who not just sets the edge. They need somebody who rushes the passer. They need somebody who they can rely on in more spots than Cameron Wake at his age. Jason Pierre-Paul came off a neck injury, says Puka. What about the neck injury? Jason Pierre-Paul in 10 games last year after the neck injury had eight and a half sacks. Jason Pierre-Paul, now that he understands, and people make fun of the, the blowing up of the hand, with the fireworks, and thank God that he's okay from both the neck injury because he got in a car crash and from the hand. Maybe not necessarily the brightest of individuals on that. He's a 4-3 D-end as old as Derek Morgan. I'm tired of these one-year trials. This is not Derek Morgan. Derek Morgan was never the pass rusher that Jason Pierre-Paul is. Listen to me. very Listen, you have watched enough football Titans for life to know that that is not a fair comparison and to know that this is a more versatile player than just a 4-3 defensive end. This is somebody who you desperately need in your system. He gives you speed. He gives you the know-how of a veteran pass rusher that understands hand placement and that can beat tackles with technique, not just with speed or with pure ability, the way that we've seen Harold Landry do and get better at as he's developed over his career. They were right to get a, pa a veteran pass rusher in Cameron Wake last year. And it seemed like it was going to work out as long as they only played him on passing downs and then his body failed him. They had to put him on IR. What I am telling you, though, is that Jason Pierre-Paul gives you a financially, uh, a financially palatable option at pass rusher that you don't necessarily have to pay a bunch of money. What I would imagine Jason Pierre-Paul would get on the open market would be somewhere between 8 and $9 million a year, depending on the length of the deal and depending on the guarantees. For a pass rusher, for somebody who's going to start in your defense, allegedly, this is a situation where he would be fine. Now, two injury riddled, says, uh, says Texas Sports 1015. Hard pass. What, what's, what's the better option? Wait, read what I said. He was drafted just before Morgan. I never said he was Morgan. No, you just literally told me that he was like Derek Morgan and that he's just a year older. That's literally what you just said. I read word for word what you said. And I told you, it was silly. Derek Morgan is not Jason Pierre-Paul. Jason Pierre-Paul is not Derek Morgan. Uh, yet, yeah, definitely not Derek Morgan. What, says Tyler Stone? Who would you like? Uh, how did you arrive on $8 million? says Tehran. Uh, because I looked at what he has been paid since he restructured his deal uh, with the New York Giants when he was sent to Tampa Bay and then was asked to take a restructure. So he signed a one-year, $3 million restructured deal in 2019, heading into that heading, or excuse me, in the midst of this season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But then he took $7.5 million in incentives that he could potentially earn. So, Jason Pierre-Paul had the ability to earn $10.5 million a year. Now, he didn't make all of that money 
he made it to 7.75. Jason Pierre-Paul heading into year 31 as a pass rusher. The market for those guys sits around $8 to $10 million a year for somebody who you're not asking to do a tremendous amount. Now, this is predicated on the idea that you find somebody in perhaps a, 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 a mid-round of the draft. This is predicated on the idea that you get something out of DeAndre Walker, who we have yet to see, who spent the entire rookie season for him on injury reserve, dealing with hernia issues. Perhaps you don't like the idea of taking a chance on, on Jason Pierre-Paul because he's not going to be looking for a prove-it deal. This is going to be something more long-term. I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if he's a fit because we still don't know who the defensive coordinator is going to be. Wow, he's too old. We need a long-term solution. You signed a long... Uh, are you saying a year deal at that price? I don't know that he would take it. I would absolutely... I would give him one year for 10 if I was John Robinson. If he wanted a, if he wanted a longer-term deal but wanted more money guaranteed, I would give him one for 10 or structure it in a way that made that it ended up being... One for ten. I think that would be totally reasonable. I don't know how you feel about it, Teron. Perhaps you would agree or disagree based on their needs. But I know they need somebody opposite Harold Landry. And Kamale Correa cannot be uh, the most impactful pass rusher in the playoffs because they didn't get much out of Harold down the stretch, even as he finished the regular season with nine sacks. I've seen higher numbers for a pass rusher coming off a season like his. And yes, I again... This is taking into account the fact that he's 31, the fact that he's dealing with injuries, the fact that he has half a right hand, understanding that he's figured out how to use the grip on half a right hand, or I, I think it's his right hand. I should probably know that before I recklessly speculate. Regardless, he's got half of one of his hands because of a firework incident. And yes, we have seen, mo I don't think he's in a prove-it type of situation, nor do I. Uh, I would be comfortable, I would be comfortable with it being a three-year deal that's uh, a three-year deal that's actually two, based on the way that Robinson likes to structure these things. I think that he can hold up in a way that we've seen a lot of these pass rushers hold up, because the game is not just changed to benefit the quarterbacks. Because of more passing downs, you can take advantage of technique and sustain your career as a pass rusher if you do well. If you want a cheaper veteran buck, Robert Quinn is a solid option. That is something also to be considered. I just like how much more explosive, and I mean, he's not young, he's 31, but I like how much more the idea of Jason Pierre-Paul gives you because what you need is speed, and he has speed, and he has technique, and he has the ability to make impact plays, especially if you're getting one-on-one -on -one matchups with guys like Jarrell and Jeffrey Simmons and Daquan Jones and Harold Landry. At least you and I th see things similar. That's why I love your analysis as Titans for Life. I, this is, don't, don't, you can... And I appreciate, and of course you should appreciate Teron's analysis, but you should not appreciate Teron's analysis just because he thinks the way that you think and you want to bury your head in the sound and not consider outside opinions. Teron would tell you the same thing, I'm certain. Don't be a product of groupthink. Think differently, consider all opinions, consider all the information that you are being given, and then make your opinion. Don't think the way that you, don't agree with somebody just because they think the way that you think on first glance. I agree on the Robert Quinn one, good pick. Quinn is explosive as well and has played in a 3-4. I don't think that's a bad option at all. More of your comments, though, on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Which pending free agent would you most like the Titans to sign? More of your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Before we get to our beast of the week, might turn out to be Cameron Wake 2.0, says Renald, talking about JPP. Bring JPP in with Winston, so trade Henry to Tampa Bay and do it, says Lewis. I don't even know what the hell that came from. I'd go for Matt Judon or Marcus Golden. 
Now, Judon, you have to give up draft, cap draft capital for, and I think it would be well worth it. Again, I don't necessarily know how much it depends on the defensive coordinator who is going to be helping to pick the groceries whenever that comes about, uh, but they are in the market for a new defensive coordinator. Enough of the personnel is up contractually that they can kind of shift what they're doing without too much trouble uh, on defense. Edge rush should be addressed in the draft, says Charles. I don't think you have a high enough draft pick to address edge rusher, but Teron was down at the Senior Bowl, and perhaps he has seen something different. How, hard to speculate anything without a D.C. Are we losing Conklin, says Adam Stevens. It's too early to know. Bucky's got a point for all of us. We can't judge anything without a D.C. sign, says Tyler Stone. Mikey Flex says, JPP is the level of guy now we can get. Most of our cap will be kept uh, will be used to keep our talent here, not getting the top names on the market. Well, the top names on the market are some of your guys. So that's kind of that's kind of oxymoronic. Uh, what position are we taking round one in the draft, says Charles Heron? How would I know that, Charles? It's literally February. It's not even February. It's January. The Super Bowl hasn't been played yet. You want me to tell you who you're going to pick? Bradley Anay from Utah is a name to keep an eye on. That's from our friend Teron Davenport in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Get to now, though, the Beast of the Week. Perhaps Bradley Anay at the Senior Bowl was Beast of the Week. Perhaps Justin Herbert, who I think has uh, staunchly entrenched himself at QB3 in this draft as the Senior Bowl, as one of the Senior Bowl MVPs. Perhaps that is your Beast of the Week. It could be anybody. It could be all of the remembrances of Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant himself. Beast of the Week presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Want to know from you guys in the comments, who is your beast of the week? The thing that we look for uh, on every Monday show presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Let me know your beast of the sports weekend in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I will give you mine shortly right after I tell you about my friends at Tame the Beast. There is nobody better, there's nobody bolder than my friends at Tame the Beast eco-friendly, and they help you smell good. This is a beast refill that they have just sent me for my shampoo. It uses less plastic because I have a refillable, renewable, stainless steel beast bottle that I use to refill. I have one of these in my shower. I shower with the Tingle shampoo. It smells fantastic, and it's different. It's bold. It's why they tell you to groom boldly. You can get all of these products, like the Tingle Shampoo, like the Stainless Steel Beast Bottle, like the Beard Beast Brush that I use to keep my facial hair intact. You can get all of those things for 50% off and not much longer. you got to do it now. Promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com. They are offering you 50% off, an unprecedented discount for listeners and viewers of our show here on Primetime at GetBeast.com, promo code AZ50. Go check out our friends at Tame the Beast. They present our Beast of the Week. Who doesn't love a good tingle, says Music City Bets. I love a good tingle, and there was a lot of tingling going on over the past couple days with the death of Kobe Bryant and the people who were lost in that horrible tragedy. But what came out of it was some really, really cool moments on a basketball court. And that is why my Beast of the Week goes to Trey Young, the favorite player of Gianna Bryant, who was also lost in that horrific helicopter crash. honor of his dearly departed friend, Kobe Bryant, he will start the game wearing uniform number eight. Red Wizards in blue. And now, Trey is going to hang out of the basketball. And in honor of number eight, 
He is going to take an eight-second backcourt violation. And now the Wizards, to show their honor and appreciation, Washington is going to inbound the basketball, and they will take a 24-second violation. Been shooting it better the last couple of games, but a cold start here today. Trey from deep, and a three. He is not bashful about shooting. No, he's not. Trey moves in, gets the bucket, and a foul on Isaiah Thomas. He had 10 points, 6 rebounds, and 9 assists against the Hawks in Washington. Wizards go back up by 3. Trey back in, moves in, tough shot, hits it. Short clock here for Trey. It's an and one. The Sheshnish with the foul, his first. Not very good defense here. He goes up for the challenge, but the guards can't keep Trey in front of him. Trey rebounds, drives it, scores it. Right. Trey launching, hitting. That's a three. There he is. Coming up, tipped. Trey. Beats the horn and hits it! He's done it again! The Wizards come down. They try to long pass. Hawks get it back. And Trey rips that baby in. And the Hawks go up 78 to 72. Long one. Trey dials it. Trey working on Troy Brown with five on the shot clock. 37. Trey's floater gives him 39. Trey Young said, okay, that's enough of that. Let me get some control on this offense here and let me make some things happen. Spins in the three. And he's up to 42 points. Let him rest in the last couple minutes here. Trey drills another. 45. And he still hasn't reached his season high yet. 45 and 14. How cool is that? How cool is that? 45 points, 14 assists, 6 of 11 from 3, all on 24 shots for Kobe Bryant, of course, number 24. Trey Young, my beast of the week. Him and Devin Booker, were. it was fantastic, the performances. And I'm asking you guys in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, who are your beasts? Of the week presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Promo code AZ50, 50% off at GetBeast.com. De Devin Booker and Trey Young, listen to this. Booker had 36 points in Phoenix's loss to Memphis. Young had 45. The high mark over the, Wizards, uh, over the win against the Wizards. Both players took 24 shots, not to mention the two-point total, two totals. Added up to 81 points, between, obviously, for Kobe Bryant's 81-point performance in his career. 
Uh, it's one of the most historic performances in NBA history. It's one of the most memorable performance, two of the most, I guess, memorable performances in NBA history. He's the first player to have Trey Young as a 45-point double-double with under 25 field goal attempts against the Wizards since Kobe Bryant on December 17th, 2006. Trey Young felt the spirit of Kobe Bryant last night, as did Devin Booker, as did so many people who love basketball uh, did, and that is why Trey Young, Devin Booker, and all of the people who, um, who felt deep sadness and deep loss in the losing of Kobe Bryant uh, on Sunday, they are my beasts of the week. Asking you guys in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, who are your beasts of the week? Please let me know. Presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Randy on Facebook says, My beast is you, Buck and Austin, for respectively remembering Kobe Bryant and all that perished yesterday on this morning's show. Props to A to Z Sports. It's only right. I mean, Kobe Bryant is one of the most impactful sports icons and one of the most impactful people, certainly to Austin and I's generation. I know Austin's, what, three or four years older than me, but we both experienced Kobe. We both experienced both iterations of Kobe. 10 years in one number, number eight, and 10 years in the number 24. A, a career unlike any that we have ever seen. Kobe Bryant is, is the beast always. Like, we're doing beast of the week here, and I say Trey Young because he honored Kobe Bryant in his performance. Kobe Bryant is the definition of what it is to be a beast, to be a champion, to understand the difference between just being a player and then being a champion. Hey, Buck, thanks for doing a show in his honor. No, you were hurt and didn't have to, Tribe Called Quest says. No, I had to. Of course I had to. Listen, I, it's my job to know how to talk about these things, even in moments where you don't, you don't necessarily know how to talk about it. And a lot of, t and a lot of times when it, gets into, you know, when it gets into the more complicated issues, that can be a bad thing. The more voices that you have speaking uninformed on topics creates much worse dialogue. And that's something that I think I pride myself on here is that we're able... To, to transcend, you know, from Titans to NFL to NBA to all of the things that you guys care about, and, you know, not to brag, but to do it in, <laughs> in an articulate and intelligent way. I pride myself on you guys being people who enjoy that as the audience, and I thank you for it, and I pride, you know, that's what I try to accomplish with this show. Trey Young, my beast of the week, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Again, AZ50, 50% off. Not for a long time. Go use the promo code at getbeast.com. Groom boldly, as I do. Uh, Trey Young, of course, will be getting a beast box, courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast. Promo code AZ50 for 50% off your beast boxes at getbeast.com. You guys, as always, are beasts. Uh, the Nashville Predators losing 4-1 to one at the start of the third. Not beast. I don't know what the hell's going on with the hockey team. I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. Evan Silva, who created the dialogue for this evening's show. Evan Silva has just DM'd me on Twitter and is going to come on the 615 Sessions podcast tomorrow. So, rate, review, and subscribe to the 615 Sessions podcast. Evan and I will talk about what he put out about Derrick Henry and about the contract valuations as they were. We'll discuss that on tomorrow's 615 Sessions podcast. Drake Hills of the Tennessean will be one of the guest co-hosts, so make sure that you are in for all of the best conversations on the 615 Sessions podcast. You, you guys know how we do. The 615, as always, will be live Tuesdays and Thursdays. Rate, review, 
and subscribe. Look at that, musical. I'm going to get out of here because I can't do any better than that. And it's been a fun show. Support the people who support this show. GetBeast.com, 50% off AZ50 with that promo code. Gary Ashton, the official realtor of everybody that you care about, including me, Evan Silva, showing up in the comments. Great show today. Enjoyed the entirety of it. Let's have a back and forth on Tuesday. I look forward to it, Evan. I appreciate you for considering uh, to to have a have a, a knowledgeable discussion. Very few people are willing to do so. And as always, fam, peace and love.